This is your boy, Bobby Patterson, a.k.a. Bobby P, coming to you with another another amazing podcast, the Victim No More podcast, this evening with an incredible story. And look, you saw in the intro where now you can literally purchase merchandise from the Victim No More podcast store. So I appreciate all the support and the individuals that have already purchased some merchandise. Hey, look, I appreciate it. And if you haven't done so, go ahead go to store.thevictimnomore.com. Go ahead and pick up your shirts. Uh, I believe there's also uh, my hat there, and it'll be more items listed as we go further. Now, of course, we have an, an, another incredible episode of the Victim No More podcast this evening, an incredible story. And you've already seen the flyers as, as far as who it is, but now you're you're going to hear her story. You're literally going to be told by her the journey of how, you know where she's been, where she is right now, and more importantly, her goals as far as where she's going. But before we get into that, you know how we do. Here's an intro to our guest this evening.
Alright. Look at that video. I did it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the Victim No More podcast, Miss Adrian Taylor. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome. How are you this evening? I'm doing fine, Bobby. Thank you for asking. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. You know, I had I I had to end with that clip because when you tell your story, it's going to bring even more context as to why that is just so incredible. That <laughs> is so incredible. Um, but we're, we're going to get there. Uh, first of all, let's give a little context as to how, how, how we got here to this point, as far as just doing this podcast this evening. Um, here, here's a little story, a little background for everybody. A few months ago, uh, I was going through a period where I knew I needed to get better. At certain things and being a transformation contest winner having my own story i needed to get comfortable being in front of the camera and i know it, it might come as a shock because i'm in front of this camera live at least one hour a week well initially when i first started this podcast that's all i was really doing because i didn't like being in front of the camera i didn't like going live i didn't like doing any of that but what i come to realize is that if i wanted to continue to tell my story and have the impact that I'm supposed to have when I'm walking out my assignment, this is part of my assignment. So I challenged myself. I actually uh, kind of got connected with a team at that particular time that had a, um, a content challenge and I couldn't join that challenge. And so I had challenged my own self to go in live three times a day on Instagram, three times a day on Facebook. And so one Saturday night, I don't know what in the world I was thinking, but one Saturday night, close to midnight, as a matter of fact, I said, you know what? I need to go ahead and get my third video done on Facebook. So I go live and this is close to midnight on a Saturday night. And I said, you know, I'm only going to be on here for a couple of minutes. Well, the next thing you know, I began to talk about the fear that I had as far as being in front of the camera, the fear that I had as far as going live. Keyword had, because all that done got busted up now. But what I didn't realize is that with me sharing my story as far as me not being secure and comfortable at that time and being in front of a live camera, it actually drew other people that had the same issue. And there was three individuals that stood out that evening because that two minute live literally turned into almost two hours. And there was three individuals that, that literally stood up that evening and said, hey, look, I've had the same problems, too. I am tired of being being pumped by the live camera. And I know this is something I need to do as far as my business as well. And one of those individuals was Miss Adrian Taylor. So the next day. We literally did sort of like a short version of the Victim No More podcast because I wanted to help somebody break through that particular fear like I was breaking through. And so to see her doing what she's doing now, oh, she's a star now. I mean, she in front of the camera, she's telling folk 
you know, her story. She's going live now. You can't tell her nothing. <laughs> can't tell her nothing. So I am, this just brings me joy. This interview is going to be a little different for me because it's a tad bit personal. Because I remember when she too was scared to get in front of this camera, a live camera, and tell her story. Not today. So welcome again to the Victor No More podcast, Miss Adrian. Wow. <laughs> I, I've had an opportunity to, to, to witness, you know, some of your journey, especially here within the last uh, few months. It has been an incredible ride. Yes, um, but of course, you know, when people see your success, uh, it didn't happen overnight. This, this, is, this is some years in the making. Um, as far as your story is concerned, uh, of course, you know, we all want to know, you know, who was Miss Adrian Taylor, you know, in the earlier years, you know, who was she, the younger version of Miss Adrian at that particular time? Well, I've been a single parent. Uh, my husband passed away uh, in 95. So I'm a widow. Uh, I have two amazing children. And uh, it's, it's been a journey. It's, it's really been a journey. Uh, like I said, my husband passed away in 95, and uh, I went to raise my kids by myself at that point. Okay. So uh, before I had my kids, it was about me. <laughs> but when I had my kids, it wasn't about me no more. It wasn't. It was about my kids. And it has been even through the struggles of my health problems, it's still been by my kids. Mm -hmm. But now it's not only by my kids and my grandkids. It's about me now. It's about Ooh. me. And my, it's about me and my health because my health do matters because mm -hmm. I've been, I've been told several times if I didn't lose the weight that I wouldn't make it I, with, even with the oxygen. The doctor told me I was gonna be on oxygen the rest of my life because my my uh, my lungs got damaged staying in the house with black mold, and I stayed on the oxygen for ten years, and I went through polyps that was cancerous, seventeen polyps. I went through cervical cancer, but that never was a lie because after those surgeries, the last surgery, the doctor said. Uh, I said, so do I have a hysterectomy? He said, no, nah, when I got in there, it was gone. I said, glory to God. I said, get my clothes. Get my clothes and let me get out. Get, get me my clothes and let me get up out of here. <laughs> I said, I removed that devil. I said, I get God the glory. I said, he removed that. He removed that. Absolutely. But then let me Absolutely. go back a little bit. Um, I have uh, two brothers uh, and I have two stepsisters. But I was the baby daughter uh, from my mom and my dad. And I kind of had a rough life coming up from the brothers. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's bad when you have family members that envy you and jealous of you just because who you are. You know, mm -hmm. so, some people don't like you and they don't even have a reason. But their reason was because my dad wanted a girl from the beginning. And he had my older brother. So he told my mom, we're going to try it again until we get me a girl. So that second child was my baby brother, which is he. Uh -huh. They both older than me. Okay. And then when that third time they tried it, 
it was a charm. Woo! It was jackpot, a, huh? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I've been the, I've been the apple his eye from day one. Mm-hmm. So my brother and them was they felt like I got more attention from my dad than I did my mom, but my mom gave them attention. Right. If if you ever been rejected, abandoned, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But my dad has been my hero from day one. Mm-hmm. That was my always my go to. He's been my hero from day one. My dad gave me a 63 Bell Earl for Mother's Day. He gave me a 57 Ford truck. Mm. He gave me a 71 Dodge Coronet. When I tell you, that man right there, he was amazing. Yeah. I, he was I, amazing. I, I can identify with that. I, I think it's something natural when it comes to the father's um, as it pertains to daughters, um, <laughs> the way that it typically works is that the the fathers cherish the daughters and raise the sons. And it's the opposite as far as with the sons as it pertains to the mother. So the yeah. mothers cherish the sons and then train and raise the daughters in that particular perspective. So I yeah. think it's a natural affection um, that that takes place as far as, you know, the connection with the fathers and daughters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later, uh, my mom, uh, she used to work for the Secret Service Department for U.S. Sprint. And um, she left work one day going to Parkland Hospital with nausea and vomiting on her break. And when my mom got released at the hospital, mm-hmm. she was blind and paralyzed. My goodness. What, what happened in that hospital? I have no idea. But... Despite of what went on, I know my duty as a daughter was to take care of my mom because I know them brothers weren't going to take care of her like I did. Right. So uh, I moved my mom into my house with my two children, and we took care of her. Mm-hmm. We took care of her where uh, she didn't have to want for nothing. She was blind, but we taught her how to work a a, a recorder. And, and working her recorder, she used to make gospel inspirational tapes. And I mm-hmm. used to mail them out to her friends when people was down and depressed and uh, she knew it, she would send her tapes to uplift them. So uh, one day I got a call from Mr. Les Brown. Baby Brown's baby boy. Baby Brown, baby boy. <laughs> and he told me he had uh, heard some of her tapes and he asked me, can he meet her? And I told him, of course. Mm-hmm. So he had an event in Dallas that uh, one weekend and when he came to Dallas he came straight to the house he came in the house hungry <laughs> I want to know what a what a black eyed peas and cornbread and greens <laughs> and nick bones is <laughs> you know I you know you saw a couple of those pictures uh in your intro because I knew you was going to tell this story and I wanted people to see it Adrian is is telling the truth Les Brown came to the house for real he did so he came to the house and uh, he talked to my mom. They had the camera crew set up. They had everything set up. But he came to the house and he talked to me and my mom. And he had an event that night. And uh, he gave me a VIP pass. Him and Gladys Knight, matter of fact. 
Mm-hmm. And so I did get to meet both of them. It was, it was real exciting. But my mom, she had a, a, a super pubic and a colossopy bag, a urosopy, uh, where I would have to change them. And I would have to turn her every two hours. Right. But I took care of mom. You know, I kept mm-hmm. her, her did her nails, her toe. She had silk sheets, on, satin sheets on the bed. And, you know, she had matching sheets to match her tiles that went over her table where she used to eat at. And um, she got sick one day and I took her to the hospital and those, she stayed in the hospital about six months. Mm. In those six months, she went to like two or three different hospitals. But me and my kids, we actually lived in the hospital with her. We lived in the ICU waiting room and we slept on the floor. We may have went home maybe twice a week to get fresh clothes, but we would come back. But we also met this amazing family, uh, Randall and her family, which is Jamie Foxx's cousins. Okay. We met them while we was there. And we still friends till today. Okay. So after my mom went through the back and forth transfer and back and forth transferring, um, she cold blew a couple of times. But that last time they told us they couldn't bring her back. And uh, me and my older brother had to make the decision to go ahead and take her out the life support. So uh, while they was giving her the morphine, maybe a couple of hours, uh, we, it was winding down. They was letting us know that, you know, she was passing. But I stayed there and I held her hand the whole entire time. And when she did pass, I didn't want the nurses to come in and bathe her. I wanted, wanted to be the one to bathe her and put on her clothes before she passed. And then that baby brother, oh my God. We went through some situations where the plans that my mom, me and her had talked about, you know, whenever she passed away, none of that happened because he took mm-hmm. over. But I, I let him go ahead and do that because I didn't want to argue. So I let him take over. And with my dad, he told me, Adrian, whatever you do, I want you to take care of me. If anything happened to me, I want you to take care of me like you took care of your mom. He said, I want you to keep me away from them brothers. But I want you to take care of me like, and I promised him that I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. And my dad ended up with dementia. So he forgot all that. Right. So even though me and him had paperwork, uh, those two brothers did something different. So for four years, they hid him from me. I didn't know where he was. They had his phone. I couldn't call him. When I go to the house, uh, nobody would answer the door. But now I'm finding out he was really in the house. He was just by himself. You know, I wow. recently got I recently got his medical records, uh, 1,800 pages. Matter of fact, 1,800, mm-hmm. eight, 1,827. And after reviewing those medical records, oh, oh, my God. I, I had to sit back after being on the products. I had, I had to sit back and. Uh, you, just, I had, you had to deal with that, that, that when that amount of truth hit you uh at that time look it's it's part of the human experience and i'm glad that you're bringing that up because when we're on our journeys our life does not stop no we are on our journeys through whatever life that we're living at that particular time Mm -hmm. and that i can imagine how stressful that was wow it was it, it it got even worse because I got a call one day after four years not seeing him and I got a call and they told me that my dad was in the hospital and they gave him two weeks to live. You know, he was in a coma 
and I called the hospital and they kept telling me they didn't have a Robert Taylor. They didn't have a Robert Taylor. Well, God sent this angel and she let me know where he was in the mm -hmm. hospital. So I immediately got my oil and I went to the hospital. Uh, I took my medical power return paperwork to the administrator first and let them know who I was. And they was like, what is this for? I said, I was just letting y'all know who I was. She said, well, did somebody tell you that you couldn't come to the hospital? I said, they didn't tell me, you know. Right. So uh, they took my paperwork in and she showed me where the elevators was. I knew I wasn't going to talk to nobody because I know what my brother had already told everybody. I knew I was going to hit every door and I was not going to leave until I saw my daddy. So when I got out the elevator, I saw two nurses sitting at the desk. Uh, their back was to me. So I had immediately made that left right quick. <laughs> I, just, just, I was so nervous. I really passed the first though. <laughs> the Holy Spirit said, Adrian, you, you, you didn't look enough. Go, go back. I took two steps back, two or three steps back. I pushed the door open. And lo and behold, that was my daddy. Mm. That was my daddy laying there. I got my all. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. I touched my daddy from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. My daddy started waking up. Mm. My daddy started waking up and he heard my voice. He said, Angel, where you been? I said, Dad, them boys hid you from me. I didn't know where you was. I know I promised you I was going to take care of you, but they took over. So as we began to talk, I said, Dad, I need you to do me a favor. I said, I need you to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. My daddy wasn't a Christian. He didn't go to church. He was a drug driver. He took care of the family. I said, I need you to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And he did. I said, Dad, I need you to do me one more thing. He said, what is it, Adrian? I said, I need you to ask the Lord to forgive you for all your sins, knowing and unknowing. And he did. I told my dad, I know after he left, I wasn't going to see him no more. So as I was praying, I released my dad from some things. Mm -hmm. I delivered him from some things. And I set him free. Did I want to set him free? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But I know I had to. I know I had to. And the ambulance driver, they came in. They said, well, Miss Taylor, uh, you get ready to be released. I said, I just released him. I said, he's going to be okay. So they took him home. And after that, I didn't see him no more. And... It was after he passed and after he was buried before I found out. Mm. So I didn't attend his funeral. So I, I went on, I'm, okay, I, I went on with my life. It was a struggle. I got on, I was on oxygen. I was on oxygen before he passed and before that four years. Mm -hmm. But I was on oxygen where the doctor told me that I was going to live on the rest of my life. I had a, a walker where I couldn't walk because I had heel spurs so bad. I didn't want to do the surgery because my grandmother had already told me it wasn't going to do no good to do the surgery because those heel spurs was going to grow back. So I had restless leg syndrome real bad until I got on some of these products. Mm -hmm. I had diabetes. 
that glaucoma, and a lot of health problems besides being 400 pounds. My goodness. So, so uh, I met, uh, I didn't meet this lady. This lady contacted me on my Facebook and let me know about uh, some of the products that she was taking. And she told me about some weight she had lost. Mm-hmm. So I went through her page and she had amazing transformation. I, I saw the products before I got on. Them. So I told her when I got ready, I would contact her. So I cut my daughter, uh, had a girl went to school with her, introduced her to the products. So my daughter had a, a party here at the house one night, but I was so sick. I was in the bed. I didn't attend the party. You couldn't attend the party. I, I couldn't attend the party, you know. So after everybody left, I came in the living room where the girl was, and I was telling her about the problems that I was having from being on the oxygen, bedridden, my son and daughter taking care of me, helping me bathe. You know, I, I didn't like that lifestyle. You know, I, I'm 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 the one used to taking care of everybody. I'm right. not used to people taking care of me. You know, um, Miss Adrian, before you go any further, I, because I'm I'm going to ask this question, and there's a reason for it because everybody goes through this process and just don't know what it is. You, you you had your health in that particular state at that time. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that uh, uh, negate actually initiates change. Um, from time to time, I do a training called the Five Steps of Transformation, and the first step is to have a C moment, S E E, which stands for significant emotional event. What one event that you can just think of, you know, right off the top of your head, that just made you say, you know what, that's it. I've had enough. I want to change. I am tired because emotion literally leads to motion, a a particular specific action, intentional action. So what event was it that caused that emotion to lead to your action? Uh, My uh, my nurse practitioner, Fina Bowie, uh, my doctors and nurses used to come to the house. Mm -hmm. So she came to the house one day and she told me, if I did not get this weight off, I wouldn't make it another year. I knew right then. I knew right then. And you got to do something about your weight, baby. You know, you've been like this all your life. This young lady introduced you to the products. Your daughter is now on the products. Just try it. I didn't have nothing else to lose. So I tried the products, and that was the best thing ever happened to me. <laughs> when I tell you, I tried these products, and they worked. Mm-hmm. I, when I got on the products, I was 384. Okay. I, got, I was 384. And I wasn't trying to sell no products. I wasn't trying to convince nobody to buy no products or get no products. I wanted to become a product of the products myself right right i want to be able to say this is what this have done for me this is the changes that it has helped me it it didn't cure nothing it didn't it just stopped some things and i'm glad you brought that up and let me include this because uh this podcast also exists in audible form because everybody won't be able to experience it as far as visually so i want to put this out here 
We do not make any medical claims. We do not make any claims as far as mitigating diseases or curing any diseases through the use of these products. These are just testimonies of individuals' personal use and experience with these products. Now mm -hmm. that I got that out the way, have at it, Ms. Adrian. Okay, so uh, once my daughter signed up, I was her first person to join up under her. And I know the power of two. So I was on her right side and she got somebody else on her left side. I started taking these products. I started out with the 3033 kit. And in my kit, at the, the 3033 kit, it was uh, the brew tea. Brew it, tea. The Nutriburst. Nutriburst. And, um, NRG. And the NRG. Talk about it. I took it faithfully. You know, the NRG is the best thing that happened to me. Besides, all of them is some good products. Don't get me wrong. But that NRG gave me the energy that I needed. The mm -hmm. mental characters from being depressed, laying in that bed. It gave me the energy to get up and walk again. I, I had yeah. the energy, you know. I could get up. I didn't, have, I didn't need my son and daughter to help me to the bedside commode. Because at that time, I'm going to the bathroom. You know, no more bed baths. I'm getting in the bathtub. I'm getting in the shower. You know, I just need them to help me get up, you know. But those products has really changed my life. Because some things that I wasn't able to do, mm -hmm. I'm able to do it now. You know, Oh, it, yeah. it, the, the sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. Now, Miss Adrian, before you go any further, because we 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 actually going to paint a picture here, because you're going to do some teaching today. Okay. Now, you had a demonstration, a pure show enough one-on-one -on -one demonstration, as far as how these products work, because you had someone who was living with you, a a literal living example as to how these products work and who was that individual my daughter oh i'm a living mm. testimony me myself mm -hmm. I, I live these products i know they work i don't try to convince nobody I think the people who knew me or know me my journey been knowing me 30 and 40 years they saw the big the, the obesity they saw <laughs> the oxygen tank they 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 saw the power chair you know when they see me now, I'm a living proof. These products help me overcome a lot of my struggles. And the biggest struggle was my weight. Weight be yeah. gone. <laughs> and, and and here's the deal. And and if people need to understand that when we're going through this this transformation, it's not it, it's not just about the weight. It's a mindset. But it's also, it's not about losing the weight, but it's also about losing the weight. I hope somebody catch that because not only are we carrying weight physically, but we're also carrying weight spiritually and also mentally. So this is a 360 degree experience. This is the reason why when if you remember that video package, I ended it with you. That is amazing. You literally, not only were you running, but you were running not down the hill, but up the hill. Yeah. Now, mind you, at one time, 
you was over 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. And, and you now running up hills? Yes. That takes that takes beyond and don't get me wrong, those products are absolutely amazing. But the products are not the miracle. Miss Adrian, you're the miracle. When you made up in your mind that look, I am tired of living the way that I am living. As a matter of fact, I am tired of being a victim. And now I need to make this transition to be victorious. I am victorious. I I, I am just so proud of you. Continue telling your story, but I don't want folk to miss the main thing, y'all. This thing, your story is absolutely incredible, Ms. Adrian. Go ahead. So, yeah, uh, it's it's a track across the street from me. And I told my daughter, I said, I'm ready to go to the track. She said, Mama, you think you're going to make it? Of course. I've already got my, I already know what I'm doing when I get over there. I said, it's a hill. I want to run up that hill. She said, Mama, you sure you want to run up that hill? I'm like, of course. So the first time I ran up the hill, my grandson forgot to put on record. <laughs> so when I got to the top of that hill, I said, oh, my. He said, honey, I, they call me honey. He said, honey, I, I forgot to match that button. I said, oh, my God. You mean tell me I got to go back and do it again, Josiah? He said, yeah, honey. He said, I'm sorry. I said, it's okay. I said, I need to go back down anyway. I said, once, honey, get down that hill, you make sure you hit that red button because I'm coming back up. So I I, I did it. I, matter of fact, I, I did it four times that day. And I still walked that track four times, which was one mile. Come on now. Come I, on. I was proud of myself Whew. for the accomplishments. To no more walker, no more walker, no more power chair, no more bedridden, no, no more, more oxygen. oxygen, no more. I had the breath. God breathed life into me. When I tell you, every time you look around, I'm like, "Wish I ready to go to the to the track." Yeah, if they didn't go, that didn't stop me because <laughs> my mind was already made up. So Come as, on as, now. as I'm running, I may see them pull up in the car. They would just catch up with me while I was walking or while I was running. But when I tell you, it gave me the energy. It cleared that, cleared some things that I had been struggling with. Mm. I used to walk to that Nipsey Hustle dedication. Come on. That was my song. That was my song. When I tell you, the weight is right. Because I had the weight of the world on me. Besides this, this, this weight, Right. Life. But I wasn't going to give up. Because I had a made up mind. And I didn't only want to show and prove myself that I can do it. I want to show my, my kids and my grandkids. And I want mm-hmm. to live. You know? My dad was so proud of me. He said, Adrian, you can get big as a house, baby. I'm still going to love you. Mm. I said, yeah, dad, but I don't want to keep on being this big, though. I said, because it's taking me out of her. I said, I'm feeling it. I'm, 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 I'm feeling it by not being able to breathe, not being able to go to the bathroom and being out of breath, you know? Mm-hmm. Even when they hipping me up out the bed, I'm still like, okay, y'all, let's wait a minute. Let me, let me catch my breath, you know? Before I get to the bathroom from here to there, I probably stopped two or three times. My good. Uh, but, uh, but God, but God. How do you do it? Won't he do it? He did it. 
and 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 continue to do it. Yes, he is. If, every day, every day you get up, you got an opportunity mm. to do some things that you either didn't do or wasn't able to do. That's a new why, set of mercies that's each why and every day. That's why I thank him every day. I know people may see the same post, but I got a reason to praise him. I got a reason to thank him for waking me up to, to see another day that wasn't promised. Mm -hmm. Because somebody didn't wake up. That's right. I, I, I repent daily. Every day I repent. I know when I when I do, when it's my time, I'm going to see my daddy. Because mm. I know where he is. And I know he okay. But I'm going to see him again. I'm going right. to see him. But yeah, I got on these products and I went from 385 to 266. Come on now. In one year. By the time I started trying to talk about the products, I lost my dad. Okay. So I had to sit back. Mm -hmm. I wasn't consistent no more. Right. I, I would still take the products. I would still pay for my smartship, but I wasn't consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, depression set in again. Right. You know, the fact that he taught me so much, but he never taught me how to live without him. Mm. So that's what I'm going through now. But I'm on my products every day. Right. And I'm still having uh, testimonies about those products. Um, uh, I was on another team initially. I wanted to grow. Mm -hmm. I saw Mr. Brookfield. I saw how he grows his team. I see how he builds. Mm -hmm. And I want to be a part of that. You know, where, where I was, I wasn't being fed. So mm -hmm. I reached out to him. And when I tell you, when I reached out to him, that was another best thing that happened in my life because he showed me how to build, you know, where in July, when I uh, got with Mr. Burkfield team, I signed 30 people. That's amazing. And That's 30. amazing. And just so everybody can be aware, just in case you don't know who she's referring to is, is ambassador, Philip T. Birchfield, uh, the 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 head of Team Shaw, and you know he he is very very instrumental as far as you know you know building um, teams and and being very strategic in that process. And with you, Miss Adrian, that really set you on a particular path, and you on fire right now. Wow, I'm feeling it. I'm loving every minute of it. Mister. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going some places and my name is going to be, it's being spoken in some rooms. I ain't got in yet. You ain't got in yet. I'm on my way though. You on your way. Oh, I, you coming. I, I'm I'm, I'm going to walk that, 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 that runway and I'm not going to be modeling. No, I'm going to be walking that runway, telling my testimony, Come getting on. my award. I'm going to get my ring. I'm going to meet Jack Fallon and mm -hmm. Mr. John LaCorey. I'm going to meet them one day. I'm, I'm going to meet them. Matter of fact, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm telling y'all now. <laughs> I'm going to meet them October the 14th here in Dallas, Texas. There you go. I've already got my ticket. I've already got my room. You're already I'm, ready. I'm, 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 I'm past ready. I'm, I'm beyond excited. I'm going to be able to show them two gentlemen right there what these products can do for you. They know, but I'm, I'm going to show them I'm a product of the product. Mm -hmm. I'm dedicated. 
I'm lost. You know, when I tell you, when Mr. Uh, Mr. Burkefield signed me, he signed me under amazing Miss Susan and John Razzle. When I said that's my go-to, if anybody come to me and ask me questions about uh, different problem health problems that they have, and mm -hmm. uh, if I don't know, I can always make a phone call. Right. Miss Susan's gonna always let me know what's good for this, what good for this, what 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 helps with this, what relieves from this. So that that's my go-to. So Mr. Uh, Phil Squire, he had a challenge on September first. And his challenge was whoever can sign the most people in that month, five people, they be, their name will be entered into a wheel. So I said I was going to sign 20. But when I got to that 20, I want to keep going. Sometimes I have people on hold waiting to sign. I didn't sign a person every day. I was signing four and five people at a time. Mm. So when I didn't do nothing for two or three days, that I, I was still good. You know? Right. Because, right. like I said, people used to be on hold waiting on me to finish this call to come to them to sign them up. Some of those people I already had knew my transformation. Some right. of the people knew me from the obesity. They knew me from the oxygen. They knew okay. me from the power chair. So for me to go to them and let them know I want them to sign up, be a part of my team, they had, right. no, problem. They had no problem where they was reaching out to their family and friends, and we was bringing them along. So at the end, uh, I end up signing those 30 people. And Mr. Burkefield, and I'm sorry, not Mr. Burkefield, but Mr. Squires uh, on the 30th, he said he ended up uh, doing a wheel. And he let us know three people uh, that was had qualified for the challenge. And that my name was on there five times. I mean, Come on, five times. I already knew I was going to win with just the amount of people I saw. Right. I brought, brought to the team. I so brought to the team. So I already knew, made up my confidence, spoken in existence. So it was two other people. When that wheel went around, that devil tried to come in there. But I rebuked that devil, and he did too. <laughs> no, nah, you ain't finna, you ain't you ain't finna do this. You you're, not mess me up. you're not finna play with us. Come on, pull my name. Let's, let's get through this. So that wheel went again, and he put it up to the camera, and he said, "Look like I'll be going to Texas." To meet Miss Adrian Taylor. Wow. His his um uh, uh his gift was two thousand dollars worth of products. Okay. Come to your city, take you and to the most exclusive restaurant, uh do some promotions, give out uh samples, mm -hmm. you know, just do stuff that I like to do anyway. Right. So it, it it wasn't nothing. That that was right up my alley. Right up your alley. It was right up my alley. Because that's like I said, it's something I do anyway. I, I, I don't meet strangers. Like today I went to the nursing home where my dad was mm -hmm. and I was asking about some information from the lady. And I show her, I said, girl, look at me. I show her my picture. And she say, you know what? Come to get that paperwork wasn't the reason. Your reason was to meet me and for me to get on them products. She said, when I get out today, I need to call you. She said, because if them products got you looking like that in a year, mm -hmm. he said, I need to sign up. So I should be hearing from her tonight about 8 o'clock for her to sign up and get on these amazing products. Now, Miss Adrian, like I said a little bit earlier, I, I basically I've been setting you up 
because you're basically teaching class right now. You you have given the formula of basically how to work your business mm-hmm. in TLC. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's pretty simple. First of all, when you become a product of the product, you're literally creating your own story. So therefore, you, you, you tell your story. Mm-hmm. And then you also tell other people's stories. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing that, you help create more success stories. Mm-hmm. And we can keep it that simple mm-hmm. and not overcomplicate this thing because ultimately this is about changing people's lives. This is this is a ministry. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't sell products. We no, sell we share. We we sell results. This results get my products. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This, this the results introduce people to these products, and it allow them to make the changes in their life and share what it has done for them. In the midst of showing my picture of people that they know firsthand, no Photoshop, nothing that they just got offline. Come on now, somebody they actually really know, right? That they seen have struggled, and to see them now. My girlfriend came over yesterday. I hadn't seen her in about nine years, but she'd been watching me on Facebook. Uh, she she ended up with COVID, and I sent her some chaga, some ga- some gano, some tea, some nutriburst. I just sent her a bag of load of stuff. I didn't care what it was. I just wanted her to get on these products. Right. Know? I wanted her to get her health in order together. Mm-hmm. So she came over to the house yesterday, and she got her some products. She said, girl, looking at you from where you come from and to see where you are now, it ain't nowhere in the world. Nobody should question if these products work. It is undeniable. Somebody look at you and say, this is undeniable. What I need to do next? Ain't really too much of a a conversation other than what I need to do next. Instead of worrying about (laughs) if the products work, they don't question the doctors. When a doctor get them them prescriptions, they don't go be reading no ingredients and asking what it is, what's in there. But they can they can tend to ask us what's in them. Yeah, asking all these. Did you ask the doctor? Because what he gave you, you end up having to take something else because that causes that type of problem and complication. But these products, it's a wrap. It's a done deal. Once you get these products, you're not gonna need nothing else. You, you, you're not going to need no prescription drugs, you know, and we still don't make no medical claims. Right. I'm this is just what this is your me. particular And testimony. I want to share with y'all what mm-hmm. worked with me because I'm not on that blood pressure medicine. I'm, I'm not on that metformer for my diabetes, for the old diabetes. Mm. You know, I, I don't have restless legs because I took the melody drops. I was taking them restless legs pills three times a day. I ain't had it in over three months. When I tell you I can rest at night, I'm not depressed because I know where I'm going. I mm. know where I ca- I know where I came from. There I, you go. I'm, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. You're on an assignment. Yes, and I, I love it. I yes. love it. I yes. love it. And, and y'all be looking because I'm going to write a book. Come and on. my book going to be the assignment. The good versus the evil. Written by Adrian Taylor, attorney. Mm. Oh. Yeah, you know, Miss Adrian, I've been preaching and teaching 
assignment at least what for the last six nine months and i i it it does my heart good to to, to see a couple of folk catching on mm-hmm. like, wait a minute mm-hmm. no this is real it's real let me get in alignment mm-hmm. let me get in alignment you know i i am so encouraged i am so you you bring a a joy and excitement to what we do that is so pure mm-hmm. that is so honest that is so unadulterated mm-hmm. that that anybody if they have any questions it ain't it's not with you it's not with the products the it's question within is them. within them the questions are within them mm-hmm. so I, I i see you going to places and doing some things that you hadn't even yourself even imagined just stay on your assignment mm-hmm. stay stay on your wall that's right that Nehemiah 6 and 3. Ms. Adrian, you know, you on the wall, you have a work to do, and you can't come down, period. Mm-mm. Folks, just looking at your testimony, looking at your results is a source of encouragement all within itself, all within itself. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then when someone has an opportunity to experience you, to be able to talk with you, to meet with you, uh, they can't be the same because you're walking with a particular joy mm-hmm. and happiness now. Yes. That you can't put a, a, a money tag on that. You can't. No monetary. Mm-mm. I am so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so Thank proud you. of you. Thank um, you. I'm so proud of you because look how far we have come in the last few months just being on camera. Just you know, we both done went through a transition in that particular department. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and so I am so glad. I am so glad that you jumped. You jumped on that live with me that night, Uh and we 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 had us a nice long conversation, and we talked about some things. The next day, we did a little short version of this to kind of break break the glass in that particular uh, area. And literally, it helped us both. And I want to thank you for your willingness to be able to share your experience, to share your testimony, to share your story, because it's going to literally, if it hasn't already, going to save some lives. Yes. And one more thing before we go. If you have a word of encouragement for someone this evening in about... 60 seconds or less, what would you tell them? Don't give up. Don't give up. Give out, but don't give up. When people give up on you, you don't give up on you. Mm. Once you set your mind to your goals and what you want to do, you know, we've all had a journey. We've all been through struggles. Be Be a result. Be a testimony for somebody. Right. Inspire, motivate. But what one thing you don't do is give up on yourself. Because if I would have gave up on me, I'd have been dead and gone by now. We would not be sitting here doing this. We wouldn't be. I pat myself on the back. But well, like, when I when I see you next week, I'm gonna pat you on the back, give you a great big hug. Just just lots of love because 
you encourage me. I I really I really cherish and uh, honor you. Uh, you, you, you you encourage me daily just because I've done what I've done doesn't mean that I'm finished. That's right. And so I, 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 I need to be encouraged. I need to see some folk in it, you know, as well. And you definitely are a true demonstration. Thank, Thank you once again for coming on the victim. No more podcast. Wow. 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 Thank you for having me. Thank you for the opportunity for me to be able to release some stuff. I've been holding it in for so long. I'm able to release now. I'm able to get that peace. Mm. I'm able to get that peace. And I and I, I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Well, trust and believe. I'm I'm grateful for you, and I'm pretty sure those that are on the live right now. Uh, they're grateful for you as well. So y'all, please, please in the chat, give it up. Show Miss Adrian Taylor some love because y'all, she just getting started. That's the thing. She is just getting started. I wonder where we're going to be a year from now. I can pretty much bet <laughs> that she's going to transform again. <laughs> You already know. <laughs> you already know. I lost uh, 14 pounds and from September the 1st to September the 6th. I lost 14 pounds. Come on. I man. was in another challenge of Mr. Squires. Okay. But now me and this friend girl of mine, uh, Stephanie McDonald, we in a challenge. We wanted to get our goal weight before October the 15th. We, was, we said we were going to lose 15 pounds. Okay. I've lost 11 just come on the, now just since the first can't nobody tell you nothing i you already know listen i was built for this <laughs> i got a purpose yeah <laughs> if y'all don't know y'all purpose y'all better find it out because we all got a purpose there you go yes we do yeah so i'm gonna lose the, i i, I I'm, I'm gonna lose them other four pounds within the next three or four days oh no no i i have no doubt I have no doubt. I'm pretty sure by the time I see you in Dallas, you're going to be strutting. You ain't going to be walking. You're going to mm. be strutting. Can't nobody. Listen, I ain't, ain't going to be nothing nice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this amazing, uh, beautiful episode of the Victor No More podcast. Now, next week is going to be a little bit different. Next week, is our last big event for Total Life Changes in the year 2020, Mind, Body, and Spirit Tour. And we're going to be in the great metropolitan metropolitan of Dallas, Texas. So a podcast is coming next week, but it won't be on Wednesday because I'll be in the air on Wednesday. So that's not going to work out. However, there will be a special roundtable like we did when we were in Orlando so just stay tuned for that. That will happen on Friday. The particular details will be forthcoming, but just know that it's going to be a, a, a great roundtable. We're going to have some amazing people taking part of it. Ms. Adrian, thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you. <laughs> all right. You all be blessed. My time is up, and I thank you for yours. I love each and every one of you. It ain't and absolutely nothing. Thank you, you can do better. about it. <laughs> Later. Bye-bye.